0: Hello, and welcome to the final podcast of A Pushing History. Today's podcast will cover conservatism, and specifically Phyllis Schlafly's role in strengthening conservatism and defeating liberal movements of the era, such as communism and the ERA. Phil Schlafly was born in St. Louis, Missouri, on August 15th, 1924. Her parents were middle-class Roman Catholics. Her father lost his job during the Great Depression, and her mother supported the family. She achieved substantial academic success, graduating high school as valedictorian, and graduating college with a bachelor's degree in political science in 1944, and a master's degree in government the next year. After college, she worked for a short time in Washington, D.C. Her upbringing and early life shaped her political and social view later in life. Schlafly's position in the conservative scene and women's rights started much earlier in her life than the 1970s and 80s. After returning to St. Louis and marrying, she started her political career, campaigning for the House of Representatives in 1952. She ran on a strong anti-communist campaign as communism was a radical liberal system. Amazingly, she won the Republican primary but lost the general election. She would continue her anti-communist and big government sentiments through the 1950s. In 1954 and 1959, she published a reading list for Americans and Inside the Communist Conspiracy, respectively. She served as the president of the Illinois Federation of Republican Women from 1956 to 1964. In 1958, she aided in the founding of the Cardinal Mein Foundation in order to inform Catholics about the threat of communism and its socialist ideals. She was a delegate at Republican National Conventions starting in 1956 and supported candidate Senator Barry Goldwater at the 1964 convention. In 1964, she published her arguably most famous work, A Choice, Not an Echo. The book sold three million copies and was a major factor in Senator Goldwater's Republican nomination for the 1964 presidential election. This book slammed the elitist within the Republican party and accused them of quashing lesser conservatives within the party, while praising and elevating Senator Goldwater, although Goldwater lost by a landslide to moderate Lyndon B. Johnson. In 1967, she lost the election for the presidency of the National Federation of Republican Women. Alas, this loss would turn her attention to a new threat to conservative values the Equal Rights Amendment. The Equal Rights Amendment, or ERA, was crafted in order to create equal rights for all American citizens beside their gender. The ERA was brought up by radical feminists in hopes of getting rid of discrimination between men and women in topics such as the rights in the constitution and how they are upheld for both men and women. Schlafly opposed the ERA idea because it conflicted with her traditional conservative ideas and threatened conservatism as a whole. She opposed the idea of the ERA because she believed it took away the special and unique rights women enjoyed. She said that a woman should have the right to be in the home As a wife and mother, she wanted to keep the idea of housewives while the people promoting the Equal Rights Amendment wanted to have more open opportunities for women. At first glance, it seemed hard to convince women that a bill promoting their equality was not good for them, but she had a strategy. She decided to promote the idea that women already enjoyed enough rights. So, in 1972, She founded the Stop ERA movement, which stood for Stop Taking Our Privileges. She then became its chairwoman. She believed the government and Congress had already passed bills and acts for the equality and support of women. Schlafly portrayed the ERA as undesirable for women. Phil Schlafly played a major role in defeating the radical feminist movement. She brought up points of women's privilege that women already had that advocates were arguing for. She argued that the absence of women in the draft was a privilege and that welfare organizations and systems such as divorce and child support favor women. And if the ERA passed, these privileges would be taken away. She also used her strict traditional background to help keep her beliefs in check. She advocated for women to stay at home and that they deserve the right to feed their husbands and look after their children. She gained a following and many other housewives and conservative women decided to fight the ERA. Due mostly to her campaigning, the ERA never passed. Schlafly's success in stopping the ERA was a major victory for conservatism in the era. Despite her accomplishments, Schlafly always considered herself a housewife. Even as she was traveling across the country to give speeches and meet lobby leaders, she deemed that a secondary pursuit to her responsibilities at home with her six children. This was very frustrating to the feminists who believed that Schlafly was being a hypocrite because they believed she was living a life of opportunity whilst campaigning against opportunity. She said that she was never gone overnight and even sometimes brought a nursing baby with her when driving to a speech. She explains, I'd drive out to give a speech and sometimes I'd bring a nursing baby with me. There was always someone outside willing to take care of a baby rather than listen to a long lecture. To summarize, the idea and values of conservatism were largely used to combat and argue against the radical feminist movement of the 1980s. As a known leader in the subject, Phyllis Schlafly used her prominence conservative values and appealing nature to connect with other women to fight these radical movements and to preserve the conservative role of women being housewives. Due to her protesting and defeat of radical left movements such as the ERA, she played a major role in the reemergence of conservatism and its dominance in politics during the era.